Honey, you're ruining our kid with Jarlath and Tina, a go loud parenting podcast proudly sponsored by Buy Me. The only way to get done stores delivered to your door in as little as an hour. Shop the full range of grocery products handpicked by your Buy Me personal shopper. T's and C's apply. It's Honey, you're ruining our kid. The parenting podcast from the Irish Man Abroad Podcast Network. And go loud with me, Jarlath Regan. And Tina, we're recording late at night. We are recording late by night. And don't forget, we're sponsored proudly by Buy Me. By Buy <laughs> Get the app, put in Honey 10. Yeah, and let the... us know if it's not working. Because it... Oh, or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, let us know you get on. Yeah, let us know when you get on. If it's not working, we can help you. I mean, the Honey 10 discount bit. Right, yeah. But oh, let yeah. us know how you get on. Uh, because last week, of course, we talked about tantrums in the supermarket. Yeah. It was the perfect tie in for getting your groceries delivered to your house. Because I mean, the day I realized that I don't have to go through that stress hmm. of going to the supermarket, I was obsessed with the Friday shop. Were you as a kid? Absolutely. And the only thing yeah. better than getting to do the sh- Friday shop with your mom mm. was when your dad did oh, it. Oh, yeah, you. that was oh, all Lord. rules out the window. It was game on. Oh, can yeah. we get this, Dad? Dad, can we get this? It wasn't even Throw that. You'd say, Mommy always gets this. Oh, and right. They... So you were duplicitous about oh, it. You sorry. Were like, yeah, I guess uh, so. Mama always gets this. Um, I did use the Buy Me app this week and it is really good. It's really easy. What were you? You're not obsessed with the Buy Me app, even though you've mentioned it three times. Now. I'm just delighted it exists. <laughs> what were you obsessed with as a kid? Like what was an unhealthy obsession for you? I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. You'll have to go first because you've sprung this on me. <laughs> I mean, we've got a question in here about obsession. Unhealthy. A kid with a weird yeah, obsession. And you'd have to obsession. put it in the category of weird Unhealthy obsession. Mm, fancy paper, Tina. I feel like the fancy paper was a bit of an addiction for a while. But Tina has was... told me about actual fist fights between kids. Yeah. In Navin. Well, we would gamble. That's when it would go too much. <laughs> we gamble. Gamble for... how? We play games of Monopoly for fancy paper. For fancy paper or games of twenty one for fancy paper. Oh my god! And you'd have to put out your best bit. No holding and, back. And you couldn't fake it because you'd already boasted about your best bits. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Oh, my Lord. I don't think I was obsessed with that, though. I think I was obsessed. With Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day. Yeah, that was Teenage Teenage Tina. to kiss the poster. <laughs> what were you obsessed the poster? with? Well, the Michael Jackson obsession. Oh, yeah. I used to pray. My prayers at night were... Please let me meet Michael Jackson. Really? And Jesus and God answered my prayers <laughs> by not letting me meet yeah. Michael Jackson. That's <laughs> As so it true. turned out. That's very true. Really decent of you, God. Thank you <laughs> yeah. so much for that uh, blessing. Uh, this I'm... first question, though, I can't wait to get to it because it, it does veer into the kind of, well, like it's taboo. Mm. What was the most taboo thing in your well what when you got caught doing something this is the other question i wanted to ask mm. you today I was like what was the most trouble you got in the as a kid trouble. because i'd imagine if i got caught doing what this kid's doing in this question i don't know if my parents it would have gone beyond trouble like they wouldn't know what to do they wouldn't know where to look 
Tina's going, what question are you talking about? I'm like, what question are you talking about? We've got a peni question. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what the problem is? I just don't think kids ever do anything that wrong. So when you said throw, I was like, which question? Did you get in trouble? You're a very good girl. Um, Um, I actually have the table laid. I got in trouble in, I think, senior infants for telling someone to fuck off. And I was made stand at the bold wall for a long why, time. Why did you tell them? To I think they just told me that I looked like somebody. Oh, I, you yeah. would borrow. You had your brother's shoes on. Oh, that was much older. That I didn't take well. That somebody slagged me off about my docs looking old, so I grabbed her by the ponytail and pulled her around the yard. <laughs> oh. I didn't get in trouble for that, actually. Oh, I didn't get in trouble for that. <laughs> That's the mean streets of Navan. <laughs> Let's get straight to question number one. You guys are going to love this one. What a kickoff this is going to be. Dear Tina and Jar, my child won't stop drawing penises. Peni. I love that she put in the proper uh, plural. Everything is either a dick or has a dick. Do you want me to say dick here each time or should I say Willie? I don't know. I can't well, I'll get an extra she, edit. It shows how much she's um, seeing them that she's so comfortable with <laughs> saying dick. Apparently, she says here, apparently he, she says, he used to save this just for us at right. home. So he used to just draw them at home. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. But I got a letter from the school the other day. <laughs> He is 10, so should know better. Okay, so he's a bit older, but still, it's around that age when they do. So they're cartoon dicks, I'm sure. What can I do? She should have sent an accompanying drawing. <laughs> yeah, send us in a drawing, please. Oh, I'm trying to raise him to be body proud, but have I gone too far? Okay, okay. Well, then it is trickier, isn't it? Because... Well, like, it's so hard with boys. It's so hard. He's fascinated by his penis, obviously. He's proud of his penis. And he obviously thinks they're funny. Is that a thing with boys? Do boys think their penis is funny? The only thing funnier is farts. Oh, so it is funny. So his drawings, he's doing funny drawings of a penis. I don't see the harm in it. Unless he's defacing things. I don't see the harm in it. You don't see the harm in this? No. But he got a letter home. Yeah, so he's obviously, we need to redirect it a bit and tell him to do it in comics and maybe not at school, but... But isn't it interesting that he used to just do it for the family (laughs) as a party piece? I'd imagine he used to just draw them in the house and she just thought he's not going to do that at school. Have you ever seen this, Tina? I and I know that's what she said. <laughs> Have I ever seen Have this? Have you ever seen an unusual um, compulsion to draw a certain thing over and over again? Again, to go back, I would only draw Michael Jackson when I was seven years really? old. That's all I drew. And I know my father only ever drew horses. And, wow. you know, then we know kids that only draw tractors. Are willies this kid's tractors? Well, I think probably for the moment, yeah, they are. And I think if she can just tell him, just don't do that. The, I would He's like to know years if old. all the, the dicks are uniform in size Well, and shape. I, I want to know, are they cartoon? Like, I hope they're cartoon. Or big veiny things. I hope, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that, you're worried. I'm just assuming they're cartoons. A 10-year-old boy wouldn't be yeah. drawing accurate penises. Yeah. He's not looking for then penis. Then it's a real worry. He's not looking he's for penis. Some models. hairy balls. Oh my god! Then it's like, where did you see that? Yeah. yeah. 
Charlotte, no, you're bringing in air. No, 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 no. I'm going in the wrong direction with this. But Listen, like, this mom's worried. This kid won't stop drawing dicks. Yeah, because that's... But I'm thinking, is that just because she's a woman? Is this something men do? super bad as well, this occurs. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so it's normal. Because it appeared in a fictional <laughs> movie. <laughs> That was not a documentary. You know, Superbad isn't (laughs) Seth Rogen. Well, I don't know. I just think he's 10 years old. He's probably just started fiddling with himself. And he Mm -hmm. probably, like, I would would tell him not to do it at school. Mm. Because, like, you know, maybe he was just doing it for his friends. Well, is it offensive? That's the next question. I don't think so. Is it? Unless they're... Well, if he was drawing boobs on everything. Yeah, well, that'd be different because he doesn't have boobs. He has a willy. I remember Sarah Silverman saying, I think she may have even... No, I read this in her book that when she was on her TV mm. show that she was not allowed to say labia, but she could say penis. Really? Yeah. And wow. she remembers arguing with the censor over this because we do have different standards. Yeah. When I draws a willy, it's like that's... You you put that in the category of not offensive. Well, but I, maybe... He's doing it for shock value. Well, I, I think he's definitely doing it for the crack to get a reaction. Definitely. <laughs> he but, got it. His mom is emailing him <laughs> to parenting podcast. But I feel sorry for this mom because she's like, I want him to be proud of his body. I want him to be proud of his penis. How I don't want teaching him that. And how has that gone so far wrong that he now is drawing? I don't. Will, you I, don't think this is wrong at all? I don't think she's got it wrong. I think maybe she did a great job, and he's really proud of his. Drawing. Yeah, I think we, I need, think a we need to see a drawing. We need a drawing. Um, is that weird though? What if it is an accurate drawing of his? Penis? And then we go, okay, get get call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> but then we're looking at a young. Yeah. No, I don't know. This I'm is just a funny assi- one This is weird. Really, uh, look, I did you draw I don't your penis? I don't want to throw bouquets on myself here. I don't want to toot my own trumpet. <laughs> No pun intended. <laughs> but I was a feckin' good artist back in the now, day. Did you draw penises? Penis. Never, never. Never. But yeah. I did go through a period where certain friends who knew that I could draw photorealistically hmm. were like, can you draw us a nudie lady? No. That's how low on porn we were oh my in the 90s. They were like, this guy can really draw. You Could would draw you draw boobies and vaginas and everything? No, I draw. Um, you know, like I was basically. It was your sister, Leonardo. Geronimo's <laughs> <laughs> uh, sister. No, I go. I was <laughs> sorry. That was so loud. I was about to say I was Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> on Titanic. They were very. They but were. But you did art. They were French all... girls. Oh really? Or were they the girls mm. in your art class? Because you did. No, I remember pulling the pictures from the paper and doing those. Oh. Yeah. Like oh I, wow. I could draw photorealistically, but. I do, I do think that this isn't anything to worry about. No, I don't think I it think is either. If your kid is drawing, that's brilliant. Depending on what the penis looks like. If it's cartoon willies, grand. He's just being silly. But if it's There's a question later on in the show that we're going to talk about yeah. where I do think we have to be super careful. And this is me. Now, bear in mind, guys, I'm not the expert. I'm putting this to the expert, Tina, that your kids say stuff yeah. and do stuff. Mm to get the reaction and whatever yeah. gets the most one-on-one attention from mom mm. or dad that's what they do yeah he's still only a little kid he's 10 but he's a little little kid and they Ten's were old enough as she said 10's, 10's old, old enough, enough to, to know, know not to drop but 10 is also school. old enough to know the, as he said what crack is what's going to get a reaction and 
you know. Maybe she just needs to redirect this passion, like sign him up to an art class, get him drawing yeah. other things. That's the way I'd be going. Yeah, yeah. We um, got there. Still, we got past the I still the really want to see. I think we need to see drawing. the cartoons. I hope it's cartoons he's been drawing. I just assumed. Yeah. The Adventures of she Penis. She did refer to them as dicks. She didn't say Willy she Winklers. She did say dicks. They're not willy. But just maybe she just, that's the mood she was in. I'm did a, I ever say this on the show, having to explain the difference between a Mickey and a dick? To Sarah Silverman to again. Herself. Jesus, are we going to have a Sarah Silverman yeah, mention? Just call her here. Get Sarah on the line. <laughs> Jarda did the wreck at Ralph Press launch with Sarah and... and John C. Riley. And... Uh, kind of spent the day with Sarah having the crack. And <laughs> the head of Disney... I was like, Sarah, uh, just when you're referring to Mickey, you need to be careful that in this country it it doesn't mean, it doesn't necessarily mean Mickey Mouse. She's like, really? <laughs> what does it mean? Uh, it, it means um, penis. And I had to step in and go, technically it doesn't mean penis. I didn't it know means, this actually. Mickey means flaccid penis. I'd say buy me daughter, you're loving this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is what they signed up for. <laughs> anyway, I hope well, you can that buy, helps. You can get some lube and penis things on Buy Me Dot. <laughs> so from lube and penis things. <laughs> and I remembered what I was obsessed with when I was a little girl. What? I was obsessed with those shoes that had the key that could get you into the forest. I was obsessed. Tina, that was an ad. Yeah, no, but the shoes the were shoes real. The shoes didn't come with a key. I know. I re- When I finally got those shoes, do you know? The, the disappointment. Oh. So Clark's had a set of shoes. Mm. We should play in the clip of oh, the ad. I was... Because the ad was mesmerising. Oh, I was like... You buy the shoes, you yeah. get the key to the secret garden. Yeah. You must have been pretty thick to think... <laughs> Thank you. That... <laughs> Mom, <laughs> buy me these shoes. Well, I don't and think... then I'll get the key into the secret I don't the think the key garden. even came. I don't think he even got a key. No, that's what I just said. It was so sad, Charlie. Imagine the I wanted the key. The blondie cutie pie <laughs> Tina going, there's no key in the box. And then having to pretend that you like the shoes. Oh, I didn't pretend. I was like devastated. I was full on having the tantrums that I now help other parents through. I bought Mikey a new pair of shoes this week. And, oh, uh, I'm so annoyed at myself. Tina bought them a size too small. I didn't know and that. And then I had the, the absolute neck to come back and go, Jar, you didn't check the size of these shoes. <laughs> well, what shoes. I felt terrible was about was Mikey was like, Mom, I love these shoes, but I think they're too small for me. And I was like, Mikey, Nonsense. <laughs> you were a size seven. These are a size well, seven. Well, there you go. And they listeners. were way, I feel Even so bad. Tina doesn't listen to her kids. <laughs> no. Excuse me. I went and apologized to him and I, I said. Correct I correct sneakers. You in do. In case people don't know, it has been a problem in the past, but our next questioner's kid collects something very different. <laughs> okay. Most kids collect stones, she says, and sticks. We've all done that. Mm. My kid eats them. Oh, no. I'm not exaggerating. He eats stones and sticks. It's a nightmare. God. He's only two. Oh, he's only two. Okay. But I'm worried about his teeth and his gut health. Yeah, mm-hmm. you should be. Mm-hmm. You, you, your, your kid's eating brambles and pebbles. Yeah. Should I be worried? What can I do? I can't believe that we're the people she came to. 
Well, I mean, it is a tough one because he's two and two-year-olds put everything in their mouths because that's how they explore the world, their curiosity. The and they, you know, like I would suggest you go to the doctor because there's a chance. How is, how is Honey, You're Ruining Our Kid her first port of call? <laughs> well, she I'm, feels I'm, it's a I'm safe privileged. place. We're not supposed to judge. I'm not it's judging anyone, place. but I, I'm like... Don't ask us. <laughs> well, she should ask us because you know what? She's if it's a bit of shame involved. If it's here. not curiosity uh, that he's doing it for, it could be picka, picka, picka. Yeah. Now you you've told me about this a few yeah. times to the point where I'm like, that's not a thing. Yeah. But well, actually, in the younger children up to the age of six, it can just be something they do and right, they grow out picka. of. So picka is like a condition where the child like this child, will eat things that you shouldn't eat and, like, properly um, put lots of stuff in their mouth that are actually dangerous and detrimental to you, to themselves, like balloons, stones, coins. Coins? Yeah, like, uh, pregnant women sometimes get it and they'll eat, like, coal and stuff and oftentimes it's children with learning difficulties too who can sometimes do this. But it's actually, I'm not suggesting that because it's actually really common for under six-year-olds to do this. And the only thing you can redo to stop it is to help them with distraction techniques at this age and telling them repeatedly, you can't eat that, that's actually bad for you, that's going to hurt you. And are they enjoying eating these things? Yeah, they are if they have that. They have a compulsion to eat it. But I'm not I'm not saying he has that. Grass-like. Oh, Muck. oh, I wish they had grass. At least that would be some nutritional value. Yeah, I mean it's dangerous. Like they'd eat like um, screws ribbon. and wood and ribbon. And I mean, I remember having to like pull balloons out of a bum before. And that wasn't in the bedroom. <laughs> Charlotte, <laughs> this is a very sexy episode. <laughs> but but um, that, that's insane to me. This kid that you worked with yeah. was into eating balloons. And it was very sad, actually, because she would wear a nappy. And when you were changing the nappy, sometimes she'd have eaten her nappy. But she had a learning difficulty. You know, she had... Are you okay? We're not laughing about that because that's not funny. But it was at the time, it was terrible because then you would have to put her in kind of um, things that would she wouldn't be able to get to her nappy. So it is can be quite serious, but I'd imagine that this child has just one of those kids in the zero to six category that has this sensation or need at the moment, this picker tendency. And when does it stop? Like if well, you're able to distract them and kind of get them away from mm. eating cork and coins and yeah. pebbles and stuff and bits of wood, mm. when should... Like it's if they're dark. still doing it at uh, stage six, you, you've got a problem. So this could your, your reassurance for this mom with this mm. two year old is that they may want to eat sticks and stones until they're six. Yeah, but like I'm telling her that or the dad that you need to get down to his level and tell him you, you're not allowed to eat these. These are not safe for you. We can't right. eat these. And when you feel like eating it, we're going to give you something else that you can eat. So previously, in terms of stuff and digestion, you said get them into, get them watching YouTube videos of yeah. the digestive system, what we do eat, what we yeah, don't eat. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Because if yeah. this kid is eating sticks, there is a chance that they could perforate their bowel or oh, something. Oh, yeah, it's very dangerous. Yeah, no, no. And it could be pens, paintbrushes, all sorts of stuff. They just have a compulsion to eat it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it is quite frightening, and like I thought, this question was going to be a bit of crack. This oh, is sorry. Not crack at all. <laughs> and also, sometimes when you do substitute it with food and keep them full, like 
I've seen this though only in children who have actually got learning difficulties as well as Pika. Then they have compulsive eating, so they want right. to eat all the time, and that's really tough. Rough. Yeah, that's really tough. But what they need to do is actually bring the kid to the doctor because he is eating sticks and stones. That's not good for anyone. Get a little check on his bowel. You know, maybe he needs a little ultrasound. But also you need to actually educate him. No, that's dangerous. We don't put those in our mouth. We just can't. And you're going to have to be super vigilant around this kid. But if it's a compulsion or a condition, Mm. will that even go in? Yeah, well, it will eventually go in repetition because if it's not actually a problem that's going to stay, you can break a habit. Mm. Like if it's a habit, like you can break it. You can retrain him. You to were do worried it. at one point that Mikey had this one. He had a high chair with a little bit of fluff that used to come out. Oh the back of it. my and god! To I reach, had totally forgot about to reach that. Back around and pull it. I and had then you totally... get to him, and he was like putting it in his mouth like it was candy floss going out. <laughs> yeah he used to do that and he used to pulling eat. that out of the nappy yeah and he used to eat my hair too he did oh my god he used to call my hair miss, miss bow Bo. <laughs> and like freaked me out i thought he was turning into the guy from charlie's angels he really freaked me out because sometimes he he'd want to hug hair. me but he wouldn't want to hug me he just wanted hair. to hug my hair <laughs> <laughs> i'd be like he's that weirdo from uh, charlie's angels yeah mm. yeah no um i think this mom needs to take it more seriously than emailing us i think you're right she needs to bring this kid to the doctor but thanks but, for the email yeah like, what a level of trust we've got <laughs> but like, like i gotta get on to tina and jar here <laughs> well cool i can that? reassure her by saying i've seen it lots of times in young kids and it's just been a face soon there's going to be infomercials on the tv if you're having an issue with your child <laughs> do not email tina and jar see a doctor <laughs> What was the most trouble you ever got in as a kid? You keep asking me that. I don't think I got in trouble. What are we, come on, Jared, tell us what it something. is. I can't remember right now. What did you do? I let the air out of the tyres of my brothers' and sisters' bikes. That is so bold, Charlotte Regan. And I don't use that word. That is terrible. It's the only time I got what sent. What age were you di- when you did that? Eight, nine. Whoa, Jared. Why I did don't you think do that's it? a big deal. That's a big deal. Why did you do that? Well, that's they malicious. were annoying me. They were annoying. <laughs> <laughs> In a nutshell. Did they know you did it? They, they Who knew? How did I you think get... I owned up to it. Why? Because like... no one noticed. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, check your bikes. <laughs> no, like, uh, they were obviously pissing me off. Like, uh, <laughs> they had it coming. Childhood, and I'm shocked. I let the air out of all of their bikes. And I remember... There being consternation over it. And I was sent to my room for the first time in my life. Oh, really? And being like, I thought the response was too much. I did. Charlotte, I think what you did was very bold. Tina, it's air out of the wheels of a bike. But honey. Pump them up again. But why did you do it? Because they were annoying me. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't be any clearer. You still sound like you're not sorry. Well... I don't feel like I am. I really am. Sorry. Here we are. This is like 35 years later. And I'm like, meh. (laughs) You had it coming. You're Conor McGregor. I regret absolutely fucking nobody. We could take this opportunity to apologize to absolutely fucking nobody. (laughs) That's when we could like Conor McGregor when he used to be like, oh, oh. God. I loved that bit when he said that. Um, no, I don't think, I can't remember anything I did really bold. 
We can ask my mum. It's amazing because <laughs> both your sister and your brother did immensely bullshit. Yeah, they did. Really bullshit. We don't even need to go into that. Yeah. But you didn't. Not that I can remember. I was always trying to be good. Not that it did me any good. I regret that. I should have been bold too. But I was a very serious kid. Mm. Trying and to be grown good. up. <laughs> uh, we've one more question for you here okay. coming up and um i guess we should warn people that it does hit on the area of grief yeah. and around that so if that's triggering for you we should shout it out because this is a parent who suffered a loss and you know trying to work through it with their kid there's also more over on patreon.com forward slash Irish Man Abroad. There's an extra question and look back on some things. A bit more crack with me and Tina and a lot more over on patreon.com forward slash Irish Man Abroad. My child won't stop talking about death and dying. She's completely obsessed. Hi guys, I just have a quick question that I was hoping you could give me some sort of advice on. My overthinker of a five-year-old has started asking a lot of questions about death and I'm not sure how to deal with it. He regularly and randomly says that he doesn't want to die, doesn't want us to die and we reassure him we're always here for him and that death is something that is only happens when you get really, really old or sick and we're all fine. Now he started asking everyone's age and saying, so dad is going to die first, then mum, then me, then my little brother. He said to his little brother the other day that he was so lucky he was younger than him because he was going to die last. Oh God, that's very tough. I'm not sure how to manage it correctly. My husband's mother was cremated and he is now asking where is her grave and why can't we visit her? I told him she's in lots of her favourite places and we can go and think of her and be close to her there. I definitely haven't even attempted to explain cremation to him as he's only five. And I've read the book, The Invisible String. Yeah, And explained, whenever I think of my dad, his granddad, my heart tugs on a string and it tugs on my granddad's heart. And we are all connected, even up in heaven. But he is really getting obsessed about it. I try to answer always, but then close the conversation. Not sure what else I can do. The reason I decided to write to you is that my four-year-old said last night, I don't want to die. And it freaked me the feck out because the conversation is starting to get into his head. Mm. And I'm worried I'm not dealing with it correctly. Any advice? Well, I mean, first of all, I think this mom has done an incredible job of being able to handle these questions when obviously her and her husband are both working through it, working through their own grief. I think that's pretty amazing. Um, It's also great that this child, both of them, feel free to be able to say whatever they're thinking to their parents. Mm, It's amazing. It's a very safe space. That's beautiful. Um, It is something that children tend to get fascinated with at this age because they learn about numbers and infinity and they become aware of people dying and babies being born and... Unfortunately, they've obviously had two things happen to, mm-hmm. what would you call, what's the word? Two people have died mm-hmm. in their family, close to them. So they've seen proper heartache. They've lost, lost a grandparent. Yeah. And they've seen the how absolutely broken people are after when people die. And the, and how they've had to understand very quickly that those people are then gone. 
you don't get to see them again. So it's very, very tough. So I think this mom is doing an incredible job. But how do we help her? I feel like she shouldn't stop anything she's doing. I think she's just handling it brilliantly. I love the way she talked about how because the granny was cremated that she's in all these different places. That's absolutely wonderful. She could redirect him to learning about different cultures and their different ways of burials, different burial customs throughout the years and stuff if he has an interest there or if she doesn't think that's healthy yet because he's still only five. She could just redirect him to a more scientifically factual thing of life cycles and, you know, life cycle of a frog and life cycle of a butterfly and how, you know, the life cycle of a human is that we are born, we grow up, we die, we go back to the earth and then we start, you know, we start again not from the earth but god that sounded so silly yeah like mordor we just (laughs) dig people out of the mud it sounded so silly but you know that that we're we become part of the the ground and we Mm. become part of the place and we're all around it's a really tough one it's really individual because it's all about how comfortable are you with answering the questions you're going to get asked for me i always go with facts i always go with honesty as honest as I can be and you hope then that that's that question satisfied and I don't need to ask again you're very good at the matter of fact yeah I keep it matter of fact that's true what it sounds like there to me and the people listening to this might need clarification on this is you sounded there before this that like you were going to give this loads of attention in terms of those things and I worried as you were saying it and as we Mm. discussed this before coming on air Mm. that if you give it loads and loads of attention, does the kid get like, oh, this is this is a subject me oh, and my mom have together? Yeah, I know what but you what mean. What Tina's it, not yeah. saying is that she's brilliant at going. Those are the facts. That's how it works. And like and this mom on. is already doing, yeah. closing the conversation and let's move on. Yeah, that's just the on. thing that's part of life. Yeah. Yeah, keep it very like, oh, well, that's just that and that. Yeah, absolutely. You're right, though. You have to be very careful that your child hasn't noticed, especially if these are grieving parents, that they can draw you in here. Mm -hmm. That this is something I get all the eye contact, everything. Mommy gives me full attention for this. So you have to be very careful to be a little bit more. They're so smart. They're so smart. And and what do they always want? This is a different kind of conversation. They just want real talk with my mom on this. Yeah, I've said this a million times and it's true that sometimes children will just misbehave because in those moments Mm. they have our attention. They eventually get a hug. So you need to find different ways of giving them positive attention throughout the day so they'll crave that. So you're right. I mean, it could be that he's completely clicked. Mom, mom gives me her whole. The worrying thing is little bro is now starting to do it and we're worrying about dying he's probably seeing the attention that it gets Mm. his other brother like you you had this we all had this with some subject or other with our parents yeah you had this with your brother and the cars yeah get chats with your brother about cars so you have an interest in cars you know i knew to get proper time with my dad talking about horses was the way to go yeah I'm not saying that's what this kid is doing. No, no, but it would definitely be a a factor. It would be a factor. And it wouldn't be on purpose. They just have figured out, this is nice. Like, we get to have talk. But also their identity, the child is smart enough to identify that, yes, this is something that we will, that we take seriously and Mm. that we talk about. I think, mummy, what she's doing is really good. And maybe just redirecting him to a different way. But also keeping the conversation positive, short. Sure. factual and then talk about something else onwards yeah, yeah onwards yeah. but what about little bro how does she do that with him if well, he's I think that worrying 
tr- the all, all of it, all of the above. Yeah, she sounds like she's doing what you're saying. I think she's amazing. She's, she's doing, doing what a great you're job. Saying. She's worrying that she she's wants- going too far. I yeah. think, but I don't think you're ever going too far if you're just being honest. Yeah. If you're just answering the questions, but like you say, answer them in a very matter of fact. That's my that's answer that. on that. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll get yeah. bored hearing the same answer. Yeah. 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 Like, I always recommend this Curse Gazette youtube channel that mikey actually that's really good for this age i mean i think so but like yeah i mean because that is in a nutshell yeah uh, it's what it translates as and they basically are a crowdfunded science channel it's brilliant Uh, and it's animated so it looks like they're watching cartoons very matter of fact subatomic particles it's brilliant the universe so if your kid is like tina said i love that kids get into metaphysical talk yes, so quick. yeah they do they're a really philosophical yeah. they're chat. little philosophers when they're, they're this and age. we they really it. are yeah we, at a certain point we go what do you be thinking about that for yeah or Should it becomes very annoying to that's, answer. that's all you need yeah. to know but, but they're actually like i can remember being in a church and thinking about the concept of infinity that this if that kept going mm. you know the infinite number of monkeys on an infinite numbers of typewriters yeah all of that stuff like what this mom might be able to when you say redirect yeah is into other yeah. fascinating fascinating subjects. Yeah. yes because Jared, that's a great word he is fascinated with this he's fascinated with the idea that people die and you never see them I'm again i'm still fascinated with yeah that. it is like really, really sad it is really sad but i think she's dealing with it brilliantly and yeah just getting that interest somewhere else yeah. would be really good and I actually love those curse cassettes myself. They're I brilliant. do. I, I love them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I hope this is a help. And obviously, if you've got something similar, yeah. message Tina. Irishman abroad podcast at gmail.com is my email address. <laughs> Hers is honey, you're ruining our kid at gmail.com. It's in the bio. And Jarlett, this week was incredible because, you know, the mom with the twins who was struggling I got so many emails from moms of twins with the runners with the runners to, to with advice to pass on to the mom and that oh. I was uh, which I thought was just wonderful that's great wonderful and I thought and and some of them were just like different communities and stuff and different places she could vent we, yeah we to need to get a discord channel going discord our, yeah discord is a it's a platform for the listeners of the show to oh. interact with each other. Oh, wow. Yeah, so because I'm going to get that set up. Obviously, um, people really, they their heart went out to this woman. Yeah. And I thought it was wonderful that they were emailing. They weren't emailing for help. They were emailing to just to go, can you pass this on yeah. to that lady? I thought that was amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. We've got one more question. It's over on patreon.com forward slash Abroad. Get access to the full back catalogs, even bonus episodes of our podcast. You get to hear the earliest, mm. earliest pilot episodes of the show with some of the funniest and best questions we've ever had. Of course, there's one more question this week over there and a little more banter and crack with myself and Tina. We'll wrap up the week and look back on what we've lived through in our own parenting shenanigans. Yeah. This week. Thank you all for listening thank on the free you. platforms. Come um, on thank over you and join to us. Buy me for Shouts to buyme.ie, yeah. our proud sponsor. Download the app, stick in Honey 10 to get £10 off your yeah. first. And let us know what you think. Honey, You're Ruining Our Kid is an Irishman abroad podcast presented in association with GoLab. Editing, research, and production by Jarlath and Tina Regan. Find us on patreon.com forward slash Irishman Abroad today. Don't forget to email Tina your questions on Honey, You Are Ruining Our Kid at gmail.com because, hey, in all fairness, it's hard to raise kids not to be gobshites.
Honey, you're ruining our kid with Jarlath and Tina, a Go Loud parenting podcast proudly sponsored by Buy Me, the only way to get done stores delivered to your door in as little as an hour. Don't forget, use code HONEY10 for €10 Euro off your first order. T's and C's apply.